Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON20 in all caps and you'll get 20% off your next Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, March 1st, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, go leave a review, it's all free wherever you may listen to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That's at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Hope you all enjoyed your weekends. Finally got a little bit warmer here in Chicago as we're creeping into the spring season. And we have plenty to talk about, plenty of Blackhawks news to cover here on today's episode. But first things first, I want to start the show today by saying congratulations to forward Patrick Kane. He scored his 400th NHL goal last night in the 7-2 victory over the Detroit Red Wings. And it was a vintage goal from Kaner skating into the offensive zone on the left side, two-on-one, perfect patience to get open in the slot, and then he blows it past Tomas Grice for the goal. Um, yet another dominant performance against the rival Red Wings last night for Kaner. Three points to lead the way. The Blackhawks, that got them to a split series over the weekend against Detroit. The Red Wings did manage to come out of the United Center with a victory on Saturday night by a score of 5-3. to three. Not a great performance by the Blackhawks, but also it definitely wasn't their worst loss of the season. I know it came against the lowly Red Wings, but based on how they played in the final outcome, I mean, it was not their worst loss of the season by far. Um, but there still were certainly some areas that needed to be cleaned up in order to come away with a victory on Sunday. And I think that's exactly what happened last night. Of course, the offense was firing on all cylinders, seven goals. That's a season high for the Hawks. But their defense also was a lot better, I thought. They did allow a ton of shots on goal. If you go and look at it, it doesn't look pretty. Um, but especially without Captain Dylan Larkin, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Robbie Fabry on Sunday night for the Red Wings. So it didn't look pretty. As I said, they wound up with a ton of shots, 46 on Kevin Lankinen. But I still felt like the Blackhawks got better and did a, did a better job of holding their opponent to the outside. A lot of the shots came from the outside, and also a lot of the shots came from the blue line. Um, I think they did a better job overall at holding down the wings in their offense and limiting the amount of quality chances that they got. Um, but when, even when Detroit did get their chances, Lankinen was on top of his game once again to get the job done. A 44-save victory for Kevin Lankinen last night, and that moves his record now to 9-3-3 through his first 15 NHL starts. And he's now got a 2.55 
goals against average, and a 9-24 save percentage, along with one shutout on the season. Some pretty outstanding numbers by the first-year netminder. And I also wanted to be sure to mention, uh, I hope Nolan Bianchi is out here listening to this one. Kevin Lankinen is now 4-0-0 in his four starts against the Red Wings this season. Lankinen just continues to have the Wings number in 2021. But what I really want to talk about to open the show here today is how happy I am with this young team because after a tough loss on Saturday night, as I said a moment ago, to a lackluster Wings team, they were without their captain, Dylan Larkin. They were without Tyler Bertuzzi, who served as a, a main power play force, and he's been playing on the top line a lot for Coach Jeff Blashill this season. Um, so, I mean, not to be rude, but without, you know, Larkin and Bertuzzi in the lineup, there's no way this Hawks team should have allowed five goals to that putrid offense. So, they needed to clean things up last night real fast. It was a back-to-back. Not a lot of preparation, not uh, not a lot of time for preparation, I should say. Um, And it was definitely a must-win feel for the Blackhawks last night because if you take a look at the schedule ahead coming up here in March, it ain't gonna be easy. We got a lot of games against the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning and also Coach Q and the Florida Panthers are on the schedule a lot in the near future. They're off to a tremendous start here and also are at the top of the division along with Tampa Bay. So it's about that time where we're going to find out which kind of team the Blackhawks are. Are they legit or are they kind of frauds so far through 23 games? But before getting into that stretch that's coming up, they needed to take care of business last night at home, and that's exactly what they did. A solid 7-2 victory. It was close after 40 minutes, only 2-1, to one, but in the final 20 minutes, the offense exploded for five goals. Debrinkin finishes with four points. What a night for the Cat. He stays hot. Ryan Carpenter scored two goals, including his first career power play goal. Still blows my mind that... We have Ryan Carpenter out there with the first power play unit. The only first unit he should be on is the penalty kill. Um, But hey, clearly worked last night. And then we also saw Dominic Dominic Kubelik get a goal. Of course, Kane scored his 400th. Pia Suter winds up with the game winner. He continues to light it up against Detroit. It It all just came together in that third period for the Blackhawks last night. And that's exactly what needed to be done. The Hawks... They went out there and and they got what uh what they wanted to achieve accomplished. So credit to Jeremy Colleton and his team for getting an essential two points last night versus Detroit with a tough road ahead coming up here in March. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are my first thoughts on the Blackhawks splitting the weekend series against the Detroit Red Wings. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to discuss the latest odds for the Blackhawks to win the Stanley Cup for Kevin Lankinen to win Rookie of the Year, and also for Patrick Kane to take home the MVP trophy. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Lockdown Today podcast. 
Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished sharing my reaction to the Blackhawks' 7-2 victory last night in order to take two of the four points this weekend against the Detroit Red Wings. Now, I wanted to be sure to talk about good old number 88, Patrick Kane, because as if it wasn't enough to score goal number four to 400 in a 7-2 victory at the United Center last night, but Kane also was just named the NHL's second star of the week this morning after tallying eight points three goals and five assists in just four games of work. And that now puts Kane all the way up at second in the NHL with 34 points, only trailing Oilers forward Connor McDavid. And now Kane has, without a doubt, placed himself into that MVP conversation. I know McDavid's absolutely going off right now with 40 points so far. Then there's also... Austin Matthews, he's already up to 18 goals, just a ridiculous start for him in Toronto. But tell me right now that Patrick Kane is not the most valuable player to his team in the entire NHL, and I'm going to call you an absolute liar because this guy is willing the Blackhawks right now. 34 points, the Hawks are 12-7-4. No one saw that coming. Currently in a playoff position, they sit in third place in the Discover Central Division. And one of the main reasons why that's happening is because Patrick Kane's playing some of the best, if not the best, hockey of his 14-year career, which is really saying something because this guy's taking home an MVP trophy. He's a Conn Smythe trophy winner. For him to be playing the best hockey of his career right now, that speaks volumes to how good he has been. I mean, if, if they were voting right now, 88 certainly gets my vote. I know maybe... I'm a little biased, so are all of us Hawks fans because we do watch Kaner every single night, but I just find it hard to see an argument where a guy means more to their respected team right now. Like, Kane, he's just so valuable to this Blackhawks team, I don't even want to think about what their record would be without him. It's crazy. What And he's doing all of this without Jonathan Taze, without Kirby Doc. The top line, he's playing with a rookie Pia Suter, and he's getting all of this done. It's crazy what 88 is able to accomplish right now without two of those key guys in the lineup for the Blackhawks. And I think that just goes to show you how good of a hockey player this guy is. No doubt in my mind, he's the best American player of all time. And also, what's crazy, too, is there aren't any signs of Patrick Kane slowing down. Like, in fact, it's just the opposite. His numbers actually suggest that he's only getting better with age, like a fine wine baby. And he's proven that here in the last two or three seasons. Go and look at his numbers, and he's really just getting going, especially in the goal-scoring department. And by the way, according to Bet Online, the exclusive sportsbook partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network, right now, Kane is the third player listed in the MVP voting behind only Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews. Kane's currently listed at 8-1 to one odds. And let me just say this. If the Blackhawks do go on to qualify for the playoffs this season, I know that's a big if. And also, if Kaner keeps this production up, less big of an if than the Blackhawks making the playoffs. If both of those things happen, it's going to be hard for someone to take this award other than Kane because... 
No, as I said, no one expected the Blackhawks as a team to even be close to that position. People expected them to be a lottery team, not a team contending for the playoffs. And with Kaner leading the charge behind that movement, I mean, I think that would likely result in him taking home the MVP. So for 8-1 to one at the moment, I really like those odds. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go and throw a couple dollars on that because, listen, we, we know what McDavid is capable of. But he also has Leon Dreisaitl on the team, one of the top five players in the league, in my opinion. And then with Matthews, he also has a ton of offenses, offensive weapons around him. William Nylander, Mitch Marner, John Tavares. Patrick Kane does not have another guy on this team at that Dreisaitl or Marner level. It's not a knock at all on Alex Dabrinkit, but he's just not at that level yet. So to me, if Kaner can keep this up and the Blackhawks do find a way to sneak into the playoffs, I know that's a long ways away, but I really think that's the recipe for Kaner taking home the Hart Trophy for the second time in his career. Also, I wanted to be sure to mention Kevin Lankinen's updated odds to win the Calder Trophy for NHL Rookie of the Year. So, currently, Lankinen is listed at 8-1 to odds, just like Kaner was, but in the situation for, in the case for Lankinen, he is still currently behind a handful of players. We see Kaprizov's ahead of him, Josh Norris, Ty Smith, Ilya Sorokin, and I really feel like this is a little bit lower than Lincoln and should be listed 8 to 1. I like that 8 to 1 better than Kane's because Lankinen, he really has a shot to be the guy in goal for Blackhawks down the stretch here as we get to the midway point of the season and if he's able to continue carrying this team like he has so far in the regular season then I just think he's going to be looked at a little bit more than those other guys because as we know a goaltender they're just so much more involved in the team's success as a whole rather than just one forward or one defenseman. So, just like Kane, if the Hawks can keep this up, Lankinen has a shot to win this award. Another 8-1 to odds listing that I really like here from a Blackhawks player. Last, the Blackhawks, ladies and gentlemen, they have made a mammoth leap in the odds to win the Stanley Cup. They originally opened the regular season at roughly 200 to 1 depending on what site you were getting at but uh that that was by the way that was bottom five in the league only a couple teams were listed with worse odds than the Blackhawks but now they are all the way up to 40 to 1 ladies and gentlemen still not very likely that they win the whole thing don't get me wrong but that's a huge difference from just a couple months ago and what that tells me is People are finally starting to take notice of this Blackhawks team now that, as I said, we're getting closer to that midway point. We're 23 games in now. The Hawks have kind of proven that they can hang with the best of them in the NHL up to this point. That's being reflected right now in their odds to win the Stanley Cup. 40-1, to still something I personally wouldn't put a dollar on, but an awesome way to kind of evaluate just how surprising of a start it's been here in 2021 for this young Blackhawks team here in Chicago. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are some of the updated odds on the Blackhawks to win the Stanley Cup and some of the NHL awards. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about the few roster moves the Hawks made last Friday ahead of the weekend series versus Detroit. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like peanut butter, 
coconut, mint brownie, and now they also have six new flavors. Those are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKDOWN20 in all caps. It's a little bit different now. Don't forget, it's now LOCKDOWN, all caps, then the number 20, one word, to get 20% off your next order. Guys, Built Bar, not too long ago, they sent me a sample pack. I got to try all 18 of their flavors, and seriously, these are some of the best protein bars I've had in my life. My personal favorites are cookies and cream, caramel brownie, lemon almond cheesecake, a sleeper. That one sounds like it would be kind of an interesting uh, protein bar flavor, but it seriously was one of my favorite. So one more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And don't forget to use our promo code LOCKDOWN20 in all caps for 20% off your next Built Bar order. I also need to talk about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Sadly, football is over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing, and BetOnline even covers awards TV shows, and reality TV, believe it or not. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Start your week off with Lockdown NHL so you don't miss another big hockey story. Every Monday, Lockdown Kings host Sarah Avampato interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey. Get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the teams destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of hockey's hottest stars by subscribing to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, I just finished up talking about some of the updated odds for the Blackhawks and their players. Last, before I wrap things up here today, I wanted to be sure to quickly discuss the couple of moves that the Hawks made before their weekend series against the Detroit Red Wings. So, first, the Blackhawks, they sent down goaltender Colin Delia to the Rockford Ice Hogs along with defensemen Nicholas Bodan and Wyatt Kalanuck and forward Reese Johnson, while Michael Hakarainen, Brad Morrison, and Matt Tompkins were called up from the AHL to the Blackhawks taxi squad to replace those three guys on the roster. Those four guys on the roster, I should say. Lots to break down here. But starting with Delia, it was obvious. He had fallen out of favor with the coaching staff early on, but that was mostly due to the success that Lankanen and Subban were finding. It's not like Delia was horrendous in his 
two starts that he got. I mean, Lankin and Subban both just got into a good groove there. That was just the situation he was uh, situation he had been put in. Um, as I said, as a result of that, only able to etch out two starts early on in the season, and ever since then, he's been riding the bench for a, a pretty good stretch, and he even kind of voiced his displeasure with that situation in an interview with The Athletic, so as a result of all of that, the Hawks sent Delia down to Rockford for a conditioning stint, which means he'll only be able to play for Rockford for two weeks, and then he'll have to be called back up, and the reason the Blackhawks did that was because it's kind of a loophole in the rules in order for Delia to avoid going through waivers and possibly being claimed by another team, which we've seen happen plenty of times already here in 2021. This overall was probably a good call from the Blackhawks. You give Delia some starts down in Rockford for a few weeks, you don't risk losing him to another team, and then after those two weeks pass, go and reevaluate the goaltender position and kind of see what's best for him and what his next step should be. I know it hasn't been the start to the year that Delia wanted, but he still is not out of the conversation for the Blackhawks' future goalie. We simply haven't seen enough of him to make that judgment up to this point, but we, we do know that Lankanen and Subban have been playing well, and when when they're going that good, you don't want to put them on the bench for a young netminder. So I completely understand the situation, as tough as it is for Delia. Just got to try to tough it out and put together some good starts when you're down in Rockford for the next couple of weeks. And then, as a result of Delia going down, Matt Tompkins was called up to the taxi squad. I doubt he'll get into a game over the next two weeks, but still is going to be good for him to be practicing with the NHL squad for a couple, uh, a little bit before going back down to the A. Then, we have Johnson, Kalanuck, and most importantly, Bodan going down. I understand why Johnson and Kalanuck were sent down. I mean... Johnson only played in two games. Kalnuk had yet to get in there. They weren't really playing at all for either of them, and it just makes more sense to have them in some cons- have have them in some games consistently and consistently getting some ice time with the Hogs. But for Bodan, just an unfortunate scenario. He kind of fell into being the odd man out going forward now with. Connor Murphy and Adam Boquist back and healthy on defense for the Blackhawks. And with Colleton wanting to go with 12 forwards and six defensemen more, they would rather, just like Kalanuck and Johnson, they would much rather have Bodan playing every night in Rockford than getting in the lineup maybe once a week in the NHL. It This move wasn't a reflection on his play at all. He he actually had been pretty good for the most part in his first real stretch of big league, big league action. It just simply makes more sense to have him getting minutes with the Ice Hogs at this point. And on the back end of that, we saw Michael Hakarainen and Brad Morrison were called up. I don't I don't know if either are going to get in the lineup. Maybe we see Brad Morrison at some point just because he was off to a pretty fiery start down in Rockford. Maybe there's still something there in his game. However, I do feel it's a bit unlikely for either to be dressing for the Blackhawks. But I will say that Hakarainen is the more likely option. He, that would make more sense just because of his age and the state of the Blackhawks at this point in their rebuilding process. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Monday, March 1st episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show. 
And be sure to subscribe and to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.